So one time, uh, Jesus went to his friend's house. Did you know that Jesus had some friends besides his disciples? Yes. yes. Well, he had the disciples, and they were his friends. But he had some other friends, too. And uh, their names were Mary, Martha, and Lazarus. I knew that Mary was his friend. You know, he had a lot of friends named Mary. Yeah. There were lots of Marys. I know. I know that one of his Yeah. So Mary, Martha, and Lazarus were Lazarus were brothers and sisters, sisters and brother, two sisters and a brother. And they lived in Bethany and Jesus would go there and stay with them sometimes. And he got to their house one night and they were excited to have him there and they were gonna get supper ready for, for to, to eat together. And uh, Martha was busy making supper. What do you think she was cooking for supper? What, what, else, what kind of beef? Um, chicken? Like... Well, beef and chicken are two different kinds of meat, sweetheart. Oh, what kind of meat? What is kind of meat? Well, beef is one kind of meat. Chicken is one kind of meat. Like, like, chicken. You think they're making chicken? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, <clears throat> what do you think? Like, chicken with noodles or... Chicken with noodles. Oh, I don't think they... I wonder if they had ever heard of noodles in Jesus' day? No. It's an Italian food. Italy's not that far away. In fact, you know how we talk about how the Roman Empire was in charge at that time? Rome is in Italy. But I don't know when they invented noodles. I have no idea. We, of course, don't know what kind of food they were eating. But Martha was busy getting it ready. Definitely fish and bread. Yeah. Well, they definitely had fish and bread. You're right. <laughs> So Martha was busy getting the food ready, and what do you think Mary was doing, Anastasia? Um, making stuff for him. Making her bed. You, you think she was making a bed, making his bed? That would be helpful. She was help. She was helping Mary and um, Martha. Yeah, you think she was helping Martha until Jesus came? So when Jesus came, Martha was getting the food ready, and Mary wasn't helping her. How do you think Martha felt about that? She was annoyed. She wanted Mary to come and help her. She's like, why am I doing all the work? She was also Do you think she was like, sister? Yeah, that's what you always say. You have to say Anastasia because I don't like it. Like when you guys argue with each other about something. Okay, but here's the thing. Guess guess what? What do you think, since Mary wasn't helping Martha, and Martha was annoyed that she wasn't helping her, what do you think Mary was doing? Listening to That's right. So, she wasn't reading. She wasn't sleeping. She wasn't playing video game. She was listening to Jesus. Jesus came, and he was teaching the word. And Mary wanted to listen. And Martha, she kept looking over, getting annoyed. And finally, she said to Jesus, Jesus! Tell her to come and help me. I'm over here getting everything ready, and she's just sitting there. Why don't you tell my sister to come and help me? And Jesus said, Martha, Martha, you are busy with many things, but Mary has chosen that good part which will not be taken from her. Which thing do you think Jesus was saying was more important? Listening to Jesus. Yeah. Was he saying that Martha was bad? Because she was getting stuff ready? No. <laughs> no, he wasn't. But, in, and he and he liked it that they wanted him there and were his friends and did things nice for him, like make a meal for him. He didn't have a problem with that. 
But he was saying, you know, the thing that Mary is prioritizing, the thing that Mary thinks is more important right now, it's even better. Because you know what this really comes down to? What's more important? Jesus doing things for us or us doing things for Jesus? Jesus doing things for us. That's right. Because us doing things for Jesus because we love him, well, that's nice, but those things can't save us. The things Jesus does for us, they save us. And that's what he came to earth to do. And he loves it when we treasure his word and his gospel more than anything else because more than anything else he wants to save us and those are the things that save us and we'll have time to do things that are nice for him get different things ready so like for instance when we have a meal at church after church well there's time when church is over to get that stuff ready and to have fellowship together and eat food together but during church when we get to hear jesus word that's way better right tomorrow Okay, guys, a while ago, Samara, do you remember that we were doing our podcast, we were doing our Bible story, and you said that you didn't think any kids were listening, and then I said, some kids do listen, and then you said, oh, maybe some kids who don't believe in, don't love God, and then they hear about Jesus, and then they love Jesus, and then we talked about maybe some kids that do believe in Jesus listen to the podcast. Do you remember that? Yeah. Okay. I got a message from some kids that listen to the podcast. Their names are Ellie, and she's 11, and Abraham, and his, and he's five, and Solomon, and he's one. And their mom said that they love the podcast and that they love God. They love Jesus. You know what? They're in the CLC. They're from another church in the CLC. Their dad, his name is Pastor Tim Daub. Do you know him? Yes. Wait, did you met with him? Yes. When? Uh, I've met with him lots of times. He doesn't live close to here, though. They live out in South Dakota. Wait, where did you meet him? Or maybe North Dakota. Wait. No, South Dakota. Um, well, I've seen him at Pastoral Conference in Eau Claire and Synod Convention in Eau Claire. Have you seen him, like, every time when he needs help with his, like... He's a... No, he's a pastor like me. Car? No. Oh. He doesn't live around here. Yeah. So you say... How about... You, you want to say hi to them? Say hi. Say hi. Hi. Hi, Ellie, Abraham, and Solomon. Hi, Ellie, Abraham, and Solomon. All right, now's our lesson. Our, our story. Okay. So, you know how Jesus would cast out demons sometimes? Yeah. A lot of times he would. One time he cast out demons. And all the people were like, man, Jesus casts out demons. He is totally awesome. Which is true, right? Yeah, he is totally awesome. Totally awesome. He I mean, saved us from the sins. He, yeah. Now we don't have to go to that place. And That's right. Pay everything we have. Yeah. But... So the people were amazed at Jesus, but some of the people said, you know what? He's casting out demons by the power of the devil. What? They're like, we don't think that Jesus casting out demons proves that he is from God or that he is God. We think it's a trick. The devil 
wants us to think that this guy is the son of God. And so he's having him cast out demons. And that's what they were thinking. No, no, that's not. Yeah. And other people were like, all right, Jesus, if you're from, if you're really from heaven, why don't you prove it by doing a miracle? He just did. He cast out a demon. And this demon that he just cast out was a demon that made a man mute, made him unable to speak. And Jesus cast out the demon and the man could speak. Well, Jesus knew that the people were thinking these things. And so he said this, every kingdom divided against itself falls. What do you think that means? It means that every kingdom um, is going like, to fall down. Yeah, can you think of like a, a like, country in like a, in yeah, like a story yeah, like that you've watched? Yeah, it falls down and destroys. Yeah, what does that mean? Let's think, is there like a, what about, okay, how about in Frozen? You know, in Frozen, they're from a country, the kingdom of Arendelle, right? And their queen yeah. in, is Elsa. And Anna, her sister, is a princess, right? And they're a kingdom. What, and they have some enemies in one of the movies, right? Now, what if the people of Arendelle and Frozen, what if they divided against each other? What if instead of fighting together against an enemy, some of them tried to make Anna queen and some of them tried to make Elsa queen and then they fought against each other instead of fighting their enemies? Do you think that their kingdom would be able to defeat their enemies? No. So Jesus is saying, look, if the devil was casting out demons, well, then he'd be fighting against himself. That wouldn't make any sense for him. He would be destroying his own kingdom because the devil's whole purpose is to try to terrify people, to try to mislead people, to try to deceive and to oppress and to seize people and to hurt people. And if his demons were doing that and then he stopped them, well, he'd be stopping himself. So, so Jesus was saying, well, clearly it can't be that I'm casting out demons by the power of the devil. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And if I'm not casting them out by the power of the devil, well, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. Because that's what Jesus brought. He brought the kingdom of God. So like in, in the kingdom of Arendelle, the king or the queen, well, that kingdom is the things that they do and the people that they rule over. The kingdom of God, well, that's Jesus and what he does. There's a great old song that I really like about this. It goes like this. Ride on, King Jesus. No man can hinder thee. Oh, ride on, King Jesus. Ride on, no man can hinder thee. It's talking about a vision of Jesus in the book of Revelation. Riding on a great white horse. And how no one can stop him. That's Jesus, our king. And he rides on his great white horse everywhere he goes. He doesn't literally have a great white horse. It's a picture of his power and strength. Since he died and rose again and conquered the devil and conquered sin and conquered death, no one can stop him. And wherever his gospel goes, it's like he's riding there on his white horse and conquering and bringing people to faith. That's the kingdom of God. Wherever Jesus is, wherever Wait, he's at work did, in his word and sacraments. And yeah. Why did they, um, why, um, like, I'm saying, why, why did they just say, why did they, like, 
listening to the podcast. Well, they wanted you to know that they like the podcast. Well, let's continue with the story. Okay, so Jesus tells one more little story to make his point about how he defeats the devil. And this is the story he told. He said there was a strong man. And he had lots of, 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 of goods in his house. Like he had stuff. Like if it was you, it'd be like if you had your stuffies and you had them all up on your bed and you were there and you knew that your sister was going to try to steal them from you. So you went up on your bed. No, you knew Shadow was going to try to steal them from you. The dog, Shadow, he's always trying to steal your stuffies. So you went up onto your bed and you stood there on your bed to defend your stuffies against Shadow. But then someone stronger than you came and they tied you all up and bound you in chains and put you in the jail and then they took all your stuffies that's like the story jesus told there's a strong man who guarded all of his goods in his house and no one could take them from him until somebody stronger than him came and bound him and stole all his things so in that story who do you think Jesus Yes. Who do you think Jesus is in that story? The stronger one who binds that other guy and takes all his stuff. And who's the guy that he binds? The devil. The devil is stronger than us. And he takes us captive and prisoner through sin and death. But Jesus is stronger than the devil. And by dying and rising. He conquered him. He bound him. He tied him up. He used to be like a strong and ravenous wolf trying to devour us. And then Jesus tied him on a chain and shut his mouth and muzzled him and took us away. Took us out of the devil's house and rescued us and freed us. That's the kingdom of God. That's the power of God for salvation.